listening to this episode from uh thanks once again everybody for joining me once again for hopefully i feel like we're gonna have a great show uh how i'll start my show off for new people um usually kind of just talk about some things uh that i've seen in the news or in my personal life before i actually get into the topics and also uh, of course my quote of the week and everything uh far as this week um so I'm from, well, I'm from Alabama, born and raised in Alabama, but I've spent time in a couple of, actually a lot, some other places as well. Uh, one of those places was Dallas, Texas. Uh, but while I was in Dallas, of course, if anybody kind of know, Dallas, Texas, Fort Worth, Texas is basically uh, in the same area. But I saw something interesting. It's an automated McDonald's. Um, in Fort Worth, Texas now. So with this automated McDonald's, it's no humans that are working in it. So, and I seen uh, when I was looking, so I'm kind of curious how that's going to work out. I'm going to keep an eye on that. And, but I did see somebody had left a comment about <laughs> uh, one of the milkshake machine is working. Because <laughs> I guess that's a running joke. Uh, with McDonald's, but I will say that McDonald's, uh, I gotta, I can't give them, I can't give them a hard time. Lately, it seems like they have improved on that because it was at one point in time, yeah, if you went to McDonald's around eight thirty, any time after eight p.m., yeah, that, the milkshake machine would not have been working. <laughs> and I, so I did work there before as well, and I know one of the reasons I think. If most people, I guess they had to clean the milkshake machine before the end of the night. And if they, you know, most people, once I'm guessing, you know, you're trying to get up out of there. You had a long day. So it was just easier for some of them to just say it's not working, opposed to actually having to go back and clean the machine once again, especially if they just did it. So I do know that's probably the reason why that uh, often happens. <laughs> And then since we're on the subject of McDonald's, another uh, thing uh, that I was laughing at with a friend of mine this weekend, it might be just me, but, oh, my, for me, McDonald's Sprite just a lot stronger and better than any other Sprite I know at any other fast food places. Matter of fact, I'm going to say even I feel like even when I get in the store, I'm not sure what they do to their Sprite, but it just always feel like I don't never, it's never flat, and it just always, oh, just the best of me. But enough about McDonald's. Uh, you come giving McDonald's a free plug, and I'm pretty sure they don't even know who I am. But <laughs> shout out to McDonald's. <laughs> uh, the other thing I was going to touch on, end up, I was going to go get a, uh, I usually get a six-month, uh, go to the dentist every six months, get a, a teeth cleaning. And while I normally go every six months, I had an appointment uh, scheduled for this week, but it got pushed back to uh, next week. Um, but in the process of it getting pushed back, no, I'm sorry, it's actually scheduled for June, but I booked the appointment. Uh, I ended up booking the appointment this week. But while I booked the appointment, uh I know for me, teeth cleanings, 
it always real relaxing. But I was told about a number of people that they don't have the same experience. And the first that some people thought maybe it's just the doctor or the dentist you went to. But no, I didn't. Yeah, I done been from when I was in Alabama, uh, my time in Arkansas, uh, Dallas, and even now that I live in Washington, D.C., yeah, it always been very relaxing to me, and I'm normally going to sleep uh, while getting the teeth cleaning. So, <laughs> all right. Well, anyhow, I know you came here for the show, so we're going to go ahead and get into it um, far as the key things that I'm going to touch on for today. So let's go ahead and get started with that quote of the week. Quote of the week, don't let the internet rush you. No one hardly are posting their failures. Let me say it again. <laughs> don't let the internet rush you. No one hardly are posting their failures. So I get it. On social media, everybody gets to control the narrative on what they show you. So when everyone's controlling that narrative, including me, for the record. So, not, however, not nobody's gonna put, no one, excuse me, no one isn't putting, you know, what didn't work online. And when I say they're not putting what didn't work online, they're just showing the finished product. They're not taking the time, most people not anyhow, taking the time to show you what they did behind the scenes. And when I say behind the scenes, I don't care if it's an athlete. You know, they didn't just get, I mean, a professional athlete. They didn't just become a pro overnight. They, it was some discipline. It was definitely training, things they did behind the scenes to get to where they at. I don't care if you see a, the average VP uh, or whatever, somebody running a company or something, and you might be like, oh, that's all they do. It just They don't really do anything. Well, they might not do anything now, but – at one point, they I'm sure they did. They probably was studying they did, you know, degrees they attained, certifications. So it's a lot that go on behind the scenes. And, you know, you might have took the test or, or whatever, or you might have trained and, you know, you didn't, everything that you work on, that doesn't mean it just worked at that particular time. You know, through time and perseverance, those things end up happening. So, you know, it's important to remember that, you know, and I say that even in my personal journey right now, I know I'm currently, of course, just started my podcast and I'm starting to build up, uh, you know, some followers and everything. And I will say I've been on a couple of people uh, pages who, you know, I might see they got a hundred some two hundred thousand dollars, I mean, two hundred thousand followers. But yet, when they post something, they only got two or three comments. Okay, so that let me, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you all seen that too. That's a clear sign. Okay, they're trying to figure this thing out like I am currently as well. So, you know, just remember that in the journey. Don't, don't get discouraged, you know, just keep working and, you know, everything's going to work out. And I, I say all of that to say, you know, Slow progress is always better than no progress. So just remember that. And so if you got something that's on social media and you're trying to promote and sell, don't, don't get discouraged because it might not be growing as quickly as you would want it, you know. And focus on what you can control over what you can't. And that's been key even for me once again. 
I might can't control how many people decide to follow me or listen to my podcast weekly, but what I can control, okay, let me make sure I actually do a certain amount of time I spend in trying to promote my podcast, reaching out to people and, you know, leaving comments and insightful comments and posts uh, from other people and all. So that's, that's just big in every phase in life. Now, I mean, since we're on the subject, you know, just like I said, work on, focus on what you can control, but you know, the rest, you know, you can't be, you can't worry about. All right. So we're going to get into the pro the topic of the day is going to be proper context matters always. And I say that because I just want to caution some people in this. Uh, once again, uh, this apply to me as well. If you're listening to me, you know, people be careful in taking a quote or a comment left in a post by a relationship expert always. Maybe because the expert won't know specific details about your situation unless you have talked to him or her one-on-one. And that one-on-one time with you is sometimes needed in order for them to provide guidance in the proper context. You know, also I've learned some of these relationship experts, they got no problem in telling their followers confident lies instead of uncomfortable truths. I mean, if they know most, I mean, especially if they know most of their followers just want the confident lies over the truth. I mean, and the truth may often require some accountability, even if someone else deserves 99% of the blame. Because I definitely have seen that where, yeah, I've been out there and I see some, they they just tell people what they want to hear. And then the other those people, unfortunately, too, a lot of people gravitate towards that, you know, to the person who's just going to tell them what they want to hear over the person that actually is going to tell them uncomfortable truth, but good, um, you know, good, good feedback that they do need to hear. Therefore, today I'm going to break down um, why context does matter based on a couple of posts and uh, comments I've seen before from relationship experts in the online community. So one of them um, that I definitely remember seeing before, and this is this was honestly uh, what I saw. If a man cheats, he doesn't really care about you. And the quote was put out there. Um, not gonna. It was I remember seeing it before. But uh, it was put out there, and then I looked in the comments, and I seen. You know, so many women, oh, thank you for this advice. This is what I needed. And I'm like, these people can't be serious right now, right? And the reason I said that, uh, like I said, context matters. And I'm going to kind of break down some of those reasons why right now. Okay. So it was, if a man cheats, he doesn't really care about you. Okay, let me first say, I don't condone cheating ever. Um, you know, I'm I'm big on if you're in a relationship, you know, yeah, yeah, let's be, if you're in a relationship, you should be in a relationship and not just in a relationship to be doing what you have been doing if you were single. So I just want to put that out there first. However, just because someone cheated, that doesn't always mean that they don't really care about you. It does let me know a person is human, though, and flawed, like flawed, like all of us. And they made a mistake, though. So 
here's some things I know me personally, I would want to know if someone did cheat and they came, I mean, if someone partner did cheat and they came to me for advice, um, does, does he usually do things for you to show he cares? You know, that would have been the first thing I would be curious about. If he normally did, does things to show you that he care about you, you know, maybe he did make a mistake. You know, I can't, I'm, I can't tell you, you know, how you should, whether you should take them back or not. But I think that is something, a big factor, factor that you'll want to consider, you know, if this is normal behavior or not. Uh, second, you know, did he bring up any concerns to you about your relationship before that, before it happened that you ignored and blew off? Uh, you know, if, you know, that matters. If someone is telling me that I'm not treating them, I mean, if I'm not, you know, they bring a concern to me about, uh, about a concern in our relationship and I choose not to do anything about it. And next day, you know, they tell me they don't want to be together or something. They don't want to be together anymore with me. I got to kind of take some blame if I didn't do anything to kind of address their concern if they brought it to me. Not saying that didn't happen, but, you know, those things matter. And then also I know another thing I would be curious about, you know, have you known him to cheat before? And has he shown remorse? You know, that that matters as well. Um, like I said, not saying that you know, that would be, I would tell a person to take him back, but that does matter. You know, if somebody does, even in my personal life, if somebody do me wrong and they did something, you know, it depends on what they did. And then also, you know, how remorseful was they? That That does say a lot as well when a person you know, shows remorse for something they probably did. And then I'm going to end it with this one, though. <laughs> with all that said, if he's cheated multiple times, uh, yeah, it's a high prob- probability he doesn't care. So the same mistake shouldn't be made over and over. So, but again, those, that context matters it, more so. Just don't be going off no quote that nobody put out that they don't even know anything about your personal life and you're just taking that quote as if that quote was meant specifically for you. That's not always the case. So the other one I'm going to get into today, uh, the other quote uh, or post, I mean, a quote or comment, I should say. This was a hot topic a couple weeks ago, and it was someone left out there don't let a man tell you what you should wear. So, okay, when I say I saw that, and let me just say we don't know. This was related in regards to Sierra and, of course, her husband, Russell Wilson. When, I, when I've when i given my feedback on this, I think I've tried to start the conversation off always with, I haven't heard Russell Wilson uh, say that he didn't like the outfit. Uh, I haven't heard that. So if he's good with it, hey, why would I care about what his wife is wearing? So let me put that out there. However, what I'm about to say is based on me, and it's only on what how my view would be towards that if somebody I was with. So let me say, let me get it started. So. It's important to always have key beliefs and values in life and not be willing to make exceptions to certain things. You know, you got to have certain things that you can't make no exceptions to. However, 
if you have a man that knows how to treat you and make you feel like a queen for the most part, and he usually doesn't care what you wear, but this particular outfit that you about to wear, he he does say something to you about it. Like he, you know, hey, I don't feel hey, I don't I don't feel comfortable you walking out with that. What's the harm in putting something else on? Like really, what 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 would be the harm in putting something else on? And I'm gonna be honest, I definitely couldn't tell. I definitely couldn't make. You know, because I don't like to use words like make and all with another grown person. So if I'm with somebody, I couldn't make them not wear something that I didn't want them to wear. However, my expectation would be that the person wouldn't want to wear it if I brought it up. Especially if, like I said, if I'm somebody that don't normally care one way or the other what they wear. And for the key reason... My wife or whoever I'm in a relationship with, they represent me, and I represent them. So I, just like I'm not going to wear and step out with anything, I certainly wouldn't want them to step out with anything on it, you know, anything that I feel inappropriate either. So, you know, those things you got to factor in. Don't just, you know, social media, like I said, people, everybody's situation not the same. Because I've seen some guys who they say they wouldn't care what they wife wear and to each his own or a girlfriend or whatever. But I know I care. So just because you might not care, you know, that doesn't mean that that worked in my situation. So, you know, be mindful of that always. All right. We're going to get into the question of the week. Uh, so somebody asked me this. This actually was a good question. I told you on this show, I like to be open and honest. I'm not sitting here like I'm perfect, but I say all of that because the question is going to let you all know that, unfortunately, um, I went through my, I guess, dog phase, you might say, in life, but this wasn't my shining moment. So the question was, what is something you did to a female before in your past that you're not proud of? And this definitely the first one of the things that I thought about. I think I well, there's no thinking, and I had just moved to Dallas, Dallas, Texas, by the way. So I moved to Dallas, Texas, and at the time before I moved to Dallas, Texas, one of my friends uh, stayed uh, stayed in L.A. So I used to be out there all the time when I lived in Arkansas. That was good. I guess that was kind of, and I lived in Bentonville, Arkansas. So it was actually, it wasn't too bad for me. It was, I, I will give it that. But once he started, once he moved out there, I used to be out there all the time. And in this particular young lady, I had met her, you know, just off of just, actually, yeah, I met her the first time I went out there. Uh, he was friends, my friend, yo. Know, my LA friend, he was her and him and her were friends, and we just uh, kind of all started hanging out on the regular. Anytime like I showed up there, so she ended up, um, like I said, I get to Dallas, and then once I get to Dallas, this is the first time that I've got money, and I'm in a major city, and I will say 
and I I will say, like I said, it's all about knowing your limits. I yeah, I definitely love beautiful women, and like any guy, uh, usually do. But I was in Dallas. I was enjoying life. I guess I was feeling myself a little too much. And the reason I say I was feeling myself a little too much, because anytime I came to L.A., you know, of course, just like I would let my friend know, I normally would let her know as well. Well, I, I remember I had let her knew that I was coming to L.A. I get to L.A. that day, and I remember she was trying to see me. Uh, she was like, hey, what you got playing? Oh, no, no, I was so... I was feeling myself so much. I remember I got there on a Friday. I didn't hit her. She called, she texted me or something, but I guess I was so busy and whatever I was doing. I didn't hit her up until the next day. Right. So yeah, I hit her up the next day because she was trying to, you know, know my schedule so we can link up. And, you know, because yeah, her and her friends, so we all can link up. I remember, though, I was so caught up in just trying to, which seems crazy and stupid right now. I was so caught up in trying to, you know, reach out and holler at other females in the L.A. area that I never did tell her a specific time where we could see each other. And I think when I finally did, I reached out to her like it's a Saturday night. I'm getting, we getting ready to go out. And I told her like an hour, she's been asking uh, what about my time went a good time since Friday now, since I first uh, got there. And I reached out to her on Saturday, like an hour before I was getting ready to go somewhere and told her where to meet me at. Like, yeah, just, that's just not even my character. I mean, that, yeah, that well, it was my character. Yeah, that's not my character, but unfortunately that was me that night. But, in her defense, and I'm so proud of her looking back at it now, she definitely declined. And she told me she would see me at another time, which I couldn't, looking back at it, I couldn't even be mad. I think it took me maybe like a month later before when I realized, wait a minute, that was kind of, you was feeling yourself a little too much. You need to kind of, you know, pump the brakes a little bit. So I will say me and her, I did reach back out to her after that and apologize. But like I said, I was just being a douchebag. Uh, if you put it nicely, uh, that particular time in my life, uh, like I said, maybe it was because I never had, you know, been around so many women. I don't know who seemed like they wanted me at the time at, at once, but that wasn't my proudest moment because, you know, I am usually take pride in being a gentleman and somebody who's going to treat others with the same respect I want them to treat me. So that's going to do it for today's episode. Um, hopefully everybody have a good rest of the week. And, you know, like I said, next week, hopefully at the same time as always, I plan on having a new episode out uh, every Monday around uh, 6 a.m. Uh, going forward. So thanks, everybody, for joining the episode, and I will talk to you next time.